welcome to episode one of the Cup Project podcast. That podcast I'm doing now. Episode one, welcome. I feel, I feel honoured. I, I, I didn't realise this was new. Yeah, so. this is brand new. Oh, I've got no Part of the new. It's fine. There's no pressure because you've got nothing to talk. Yeah. Got, uh, it's, like, it's part of the new Cabrage initiative because I bought a website, cabrage.uk, <laughs> which is just a Tumblr. Oh, I've got a domain. I bought a domain that links to a Tumblr. Uh, This episode's all about representation in media, so we're talking people of colour, sexuality, and gender. So, hooray to all of those things. Before we start, it was a disaster to put this this mountain of cookies in front of us, where we cannot eat. Well, we've got four of us, so as long as not all four of us are eating at the same time, there will be some like... <laughs> so we, now you know. This episode is sponsored by Maryland Cookies. <laughs> Before we start, we should make a timetable of cookie <laughs> eating. <laughs> Alan, it's your turn. Oh, to yes, <laughs> so, who would like like to kick us off on this discussion? Because there is, yeah, because representation should should. should I don't know where to be. Where do we begin? Aside from like, it should happen. I've, I've always enjoyed speaking about it and, you know, wanted to push it forward whenever I write anything. Typically, I do keep mm. representation in mind. But um, Toga, I, I kind of it's left of that aside. Yeah. Toga's a bit of a mess. Because in Goat, you've got a lot of female characters. You've got the, you've got the Rani. Well, got we didn't think the first one was that good, to be honest, because we killed... One of like one of the only female characters, oh, yeah. and then we felt bad, so we brought her back, <laughs> and made her turn to another female mm. character, and also made the Doctor not white. Yeah, there it is. So and we had two. So is that kind of like female characters speaking to each other? Oh yeah. Not about a man. We made sure yeah. that that scene was in there. <laughs> Funnily enough, though, what I find is at least like with Goat, you didn't kill her in a way that was sexy. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> this is the thing. Can you imagine? No, this is the thing with tons of stuff. They will have a female character who dies in a dramatic way, but there's still some air of weird sexiness to it, which shouldn't happen because they're dying. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, Wait, I just realised we haven't introduced you lot yet. Oh yeah. So hello, <laughs> I'm RJ. Typically, Alice, Adam, Philip, Jacob, lies, Bernard. <laughs> Um, is it is that just the first is that the first thing like Goat and Toga share that that they're accidentally like not ticking the representation boxes so you do it on the second one but at least you don't realise till it's over at least we're not doing it intentionally for marketing purposes we're not like oh women won't sell (laughs) we cannot possibly put them in our fanfiction we we just forgot which is the dangerous thing because it's so easy to do and then you're like oh these people are white and well, it wouldn't be straight in anything that we were. <laughs> <laughs> much <clearer. laughs> Yeah, the thing is, Hush Gaynus and Toga is bisexual because mm. it's just, his last name Gaynus is just because it's an anagram mm. from Shaughnessy. That's the only reason why his name is Hush Gaynus. That and so I could do the very funny joke of Hush. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that was my favourite scene. It's amazing. It's not about that. It was such. A, it was such. A, I, I wrote it because I was like, it's. I, I want to write it, but it's such a bad joke. Yes, that's great. <laughs> but we had two days to do it, and we, we, I, there were there were very few female friends I have who 
enjoy acting. Mm. <laughs> and I didn't want to keep grabbing characters from girls. It's a kicker, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, very difficult, actually. That's why so, I, find, I find that a lot, is actresses I know tend to not even really want to act in a lot of stuff. Like, they will force themselves to act, but... Because mm. it's usually the parts you get... I remember um, Meryl Streep was was on um, Graham. Oh, you were talking about your friends, and then you're Meryl like, Streep. I remember Meryl. No, but she was she was on the, she was on the, you know, I'm going with Graham show first name basis. Um, but she was on she was on there. <laughs> Forgot to mention that Jake is a celebrity. I'm very famous, right? <laughs> Buy my book. Um, <laughs> but she was on the show, and she was saying how the moment she turned forty. She started getting all of these um, scripts coming through the door, and she'd be like, "Oh, what part is this? Oh, the witch." And another <laughs> part, "Oh, it's a witch." Oh, and Hollywood seemed to just be throwing this message to her. The moment you turn forty in Hollywood, you really can't play anything that isn't horrifically old. Uh, so before you're that age, you play very um, awful female characters who are young, and after age, you play very awful female characters who are old. I can be a mother, or a mother, or a witch. Or a witch who somebody. is a mother. <laughs> I just got a text, so halfway through that, you're just going to hear... <laughs> <laughs> to fill in. Or a mother. <laughs> but the funny thing with that is, or you get a, a working lady who's evil. Yeah. Anyone who's evil chose boss. their career over kids, it's evil. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's very hard. Really what Black. were we watching? Oh, it's Jurassic World. Mm. When she's like, oh, wow, why don't you want kids? Why don't you know my kids' names? Mm. Oh, you know, no, I've got a busy life running a theme park. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> a show on Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network seem to have the best representation no. in kids' TV right now. Because there's, well, you've obviously got the Adventure Time. You've got now and again, depending, regular show. But that is mainly a male cast in yeah. regular show. But, uh, but you've got this um, really underrated one at the minute. It's getting a lot more exciting on Tumblr and stuff like that, but <laughs> not as uh, as big as Adventure Time, where you usually see that everywhere. Mm. It's Steven Universe, and there are people of colour in it. There's um, a lot of female characters in it. The main character is male, but uh, he's being raised by three female characters. And uh, there's uh, gender fluidity within it, and it's just amazing. And none of it is forced, and none of it is literally saying these mm. terminologies and stuff like that. Because obviously with kids, it, it can be a bit of a touchy ground, mm. typically with the parents. Mm-hmm. So just kind of hinting towards it makes it a lot more acceptable. And it, it, it's seriously an amazing show. I get drawn into it in every single episode. I like how you're just cookieing it. Very quietly. Very quietly. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to crunch. <laughs> I, I'm still halfway through mine. <laughs> For me, it's an... Um, even if those things are represented, what I've noticed with a lot of shows is that they mention it. They have to mention it. They can't just let it be a thing if that's a character. And so they can be patted on the back for doing yeah. it. So, but I think that in some ways is a little bit worse because it's like, oh, we're going to do this to prove that, you know, get through the next couple of years. And when you mention you don't represent people, we can go, but what about that episode when Thingy came out as gay? Yeah, but... It was just one episode, you mentioned it, it was never mentioned again. The character wasn't even in any more episodes. And that happens all the time. It's, it's, in Characters my point, even worse. And typically, it, whenever there's, like, LGBT representation, it is typically on the gay spectrum. It's mm. never mm. bisexual, pansexual, and usually, whenever it's um, lesbian within 
um, television shows, it is always done partially sexy. Yeah. And it's just like, it's oh, God, sexy. It's that scene. Um, which is you never awful. see sexy, like, man on man scene. <laughs> yeah. no. Well, I used to hate that because, like, I was gay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst being a big things, fan. things have developed. But, um, <laughs> like, because like, there was nothing on TV, but when stuff did happen and it was all weirdly sexualized, yeah. I was like, yay, but I'll. I don't want yeah. to be excited about this because I feel weird about it. <laughs> it's that it's that constant thing you notice. Like, if two girls are dating on a show or about to date, or there's like anything there that you could see as a relationship or whatever, they have to do it. They can't just be like, oh, they're girlfriends. Like every other couple on the show, they don't need to do a straight sex scene or a heterosex scene to prove a fact that a couple are together, and that's all you need to say. Oh wait, she's my girlfriend. That should be it. You don't need to say that. That's you can show that through body language, whatever, but you don't need that scene. Or they're the other end of the spectrum. Like, they say they're dating, but they never, like, do anything <laughs> relationshipy. Like, all that, um, like straight true. couples they're are like, buddies. oh, my honey, kiss, and they're just mm. like, have a good day! Wave you goodbye! <laughs> there was a whole thing, uh, you know the show Modern Family? Mm-hmm. Right? In the fir- first season, uh, the um, Cam and on the other one is, is I know the actors Tyler but I can't remember the name of the yeah actor. well um, they never really show any intimacy mm-hmm. within it but that was a character thing that was that they addressed that in series two mm-hmm. but there was so much backlash from that yeah. just like you're not letting them be uh, you're not letting them mm-hmm. get intimate with each other which is just like they ended up revealing it before they could mm-hmm. do the episodes just like there's a reason for it it's a, mm-hmm. it's a whole character thing uh, which when it comes to representation in media, I think there is we do jump on the gun quite a lot on mm. any media that is trying to represent it but isn't doing so well. But I think it's just because of a lot of people care about it, um, especially like you're so close, you can do so much <laughs> <Yeah>. more. <laughs> and it's just, it's a very you don't really know what, what to do with it. You just like thank you for showing some representation, but it's not. <laughs> See, this, right. is a, this is a problem. I think. I think what tends to happen is the directors or writers of shows, they want to add those characters, um, but the problem is they don't have that conversation with someone who is the thing that, it, that they want to represent. So they don't go and talk to trans people if they want to put that in that show. They don't go and talk to a bunch of gay people if they want to represent that, but don't have enough knowledge themselves. So they're happy adding those characters, but they're not happy having an outer discussion to understand the people they're trying to represent more, which... You're watching a show like Modern Family or any show that has a couple in one of and it does just hurt a bit because you're like, just a little bit, just a little bit more, just work on it a little bit more and everyone would be happy. But you're holding back a bit or, you know, someone's telling you to hold back, like that's a whole thing in itself, but it's, yeah. it's a very difficult thing to balance. You know, you know what's really good? Orange is New Black? Yeah. yeah. We're <laughs> that's like, I think that's the first trans character I've ever seen in the show. I, I agree. With that. There's, there's one on Glee, show, but they're so. I stopped watching the series. I stopped watching Glee because it, it was like the original cast mostly left and it just started being bad. And it moved to Sky One. But it was, was like, really like vaguely done. Like half the time was like, are they just a cross dresser? Yeah. And then yeah, that's the thing. half the time was like, oh, they are trans. No, they're not. It would just like backpedal all the time. And it would be one episode they're saying, oh, go, go on stage in a dress. And then the next episode they're like, you shouldn't do that right now. Like it was so. Oh, I'm just really glad like it's got Orange is the New Black has got so much coverage 
Because, mm. like, it must be, like, teaching people about trans people. Like, hello, yeah. they're actual humans. You Please <laughs> don't. Don't. They're just out there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Has everyone caught up on season three? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Are you going to watch Orange is New Black? Okay. <laughs> I should. Um, spoiler alert. In season three, when... when um, she gets beaten up, mm. and it's just you, my heart was breaking during that. That was the thing the most angry. I was me. just so angry. I was so angry. Yeah. <laughs> I was so angry. Again, like, it was... annoyed me to hell, but oh. I got angry over Sophia. <laughs> Not yeah, over Sophia, Sophia, over the over the. She's beating still there. It was that fun little happy bath time scene at the end. <laughs> yeah. She's still in the, the horrible high security bit. But yeah, but also, I was just. It, it ended all happy, right? But we still left there like, is Alex dead? I don't really care about Alex, but <laughs> no, because uh, I was like, "Where is Sophia? Where is Nikki? And is what's her face's Nick, baby just believe... gone now? Is she just social services? Daddy's baby." Just, the thing that scares me about Orange is Black is it's so popular that, like, I mean, you're gonna get some of those people watching it who were there for the hot lesbians. Yeah, <laughs> they were gonna be there, like, oh yeah, oh. <laughs> Fit birds. Do you know how weird Making it is? Making out all the time. <laughs> Do you know how weird it is when it's you're watching Orange is New Black in the living room and your parents just walk in when Nikki's in the middle of fingering someone? You're just there like, oh shit! Damn it, Nikki! I'm not watching porn! I'm going to develop it! Stay, watch! A show that um, represents in a big way but has had a lot of backlash is um, RuPaul's Drag Race, mm. which it's a big show. Future, but the problem with it is, it's sort of making fun of the whole thing. I felt like like that when I was watching some clips. I was just like, is this and is this representing or is this making? Because of telling, there's a fine line. There's a really fine line with it. Because you watch it, and you go, oh, it's good that this show's on, but then you also feel very uncomfortable because they're doing it in a just off way. And so people who are trans and stuff have gone. This show is awful people don't watch it because it actually screws up your um you know your viewpoint on it and at this point what you don't need is something that makes the fight the battle of it funny or something to laugh at um you can do that after it's actually strong in it and people actually understand it you can laugh at it after that but at this point i don't think it's the right thing to be a show about you know it just doesn't do its job very well um but i understand why it exists i don't understand why people really want to watch it, but do what you want. I feel like the next step... I watched a few clips of that. But um, I feel like the next step, because we're tackling the transgender um, uh, aspect of things a lot more mm. seriously now, mm. especially with Orange is the New Black. But I think where we need to go next is gender fluidity. Because mm-hmm. I've had conversations with people when, when they were young, they did really want to... They, they felt like they were... A woman. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was a kid, I used to dress up as a woman all the bloody yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it just, with the way that they discuss it, it's just like, they they honestly sound like they missed that. Yeah. And that, that, that was a <laughs> big like, part well, of their identity. It's just like, it's, just like it, it's over, grown up kind of thing. It's just kind of sad. Yeah. They just said, like, if they had, if, if gender fluidity was made mm. very much aware, like there was awareness mm. for it and it wasn't this big stigma then I feel like you'd see a lot more people doing it because that's mm. people being true to themselves. The funny thing is, it's really odd that parents w- will not mind their, their toddler or however old, up to six or however, just dressing up in whatever clothes and having fun and all this. But the moment you become 
sort of prepubescent or this age that it's then just wrong. It's and he's then, like school age. It's really it? odd. And like, it's ah! really odd. It's weird. It's gross. Other kids, and I don't want you, you know, being different. Gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I understand. I understand that fear. If you're a parent, you don't want your kid being to be to be bullied. I get yeah. it, but I think that um, there's one thing taking it away from everything in your home life, and you know, saying don't go to school in this because it might go wrong. But at home, do what the hell you want. Um, I think that's that's a healthy way of doing it. But just like. Saying no, this is completely wrong. Then it's all creates this thing around. that the child will think it's sort of a shameful thing to do. Exactly. But yeah. it just gets that There point. was a kid in my mum's class a couple of years ago, she works in reception, hmm. that a boy, and he just, every time they did any kind of dress up thing, he would always dress up as like the Disney hmm. princess. Like he loved Belle and all this other stuff. No. But he wouldn't, like, because my mum was like, oh, I want to find out if he does this <laughs> all the time. And he, he said he didn't really do it at home because hmm. his mum didn't like it. Oh, there we are. That, that, that's a. <laughs> kids seem when kids are just by themselves before they've gotten any kind of thing ideas from their parents mm-hmm. of what society's like. Typically, kids are just fine with just yeah. with stuff. I mean, when you play dress up, when you, when you're kids, typically if if it's just a bunch of dudes and they play house, someone's gonna end up being the yeah. wife. Typically, because <laughs> yeah, you know you see stuff on TV, so yeah. like someone's gonna end up being the wife, and it's still just all fine. Everyone's fine, yeah. and it's just like. When when we start getting these ideas of femininity is bad mm. and masculinity is good, it's just that's and it, you know it's just... <laughs> <laughs> completely <laughs> feeling. Yeah, <laughs> just that side, just that. Do you want to know what me and Jake found in the toy shop around the corner? Oh what? Um, like there was the boys section, really the action oh. things and like guns and stuff. Blue. They were the, the girl section, and he's like, it's toy dustpan and brush, <laughs> but. And just but pink. like just a toy dustpan and brush is just actually oh. functional. So it's just a small dustpan and brush for your that's, child. That's like, a slaver. Yeah, yeah. There's no toy factor about it. I haven't got like a dinosaur head on it. It's just a functional cleaning equipment. Making making child labour laws work in the house. Stay in Hamley. Oh, we found um, a kitchen utensil playset. Just actually working kitchen utensil. Yeah. And it's like, but. So you can, not toy, you can learn small. to cook and clean <laughs> for a very young age. The thing is, I, I don't understand why things are marketed in the sense of for boys and for girls. Mm. Like, they literally say on them or, or something like that. Surely, not having those identities yeah, on yeah, them yeah. would double the <laughs> audience. Someone got rid of that recently. Was it Disney? Yeah, Disney of, did. I, don't know. I think it's on the Disney on the costume. We've got rid of for boys and for girls. Yes. So they just put the sizes. Yeah. yeah. Has it good. gotten worse in a way though? Because like, didn't Lego used to be just like yes. advertised at all, and then they've just recently started marketing it to boys and girls? I would say with Lego, I think Lego just used to be Lego. It was just mm. in any mm. toy, but and you still got just your plain Lego. But then you've got the these different routes of say like Lego Friends, which is mm-hmm. typically in the a female demographic, and you've got like Lego, what's the male version of Lego? <laughs> Lego construction equipment. <laughs> Build stuff, smash stuff. They don't say for boys for girls. Yes, they got different coloured aspects to it, but uh, with. Uh, 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 so it's got sort of subcategories. You can just like, tell, yeah. Yeah. just typically in like the princess range of like yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. but it's one of those things that I, I find myself <laughs> just call it royalty range. Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find myself jumping to, to conclusions too quickly. I was in um, I was in the Disney shop, and it was this dad and his kid, this little boy. And the boy just went, oh, I really want the Cinderella dress, and, and his dad just went, No. 
You're not having it. You're not having that dress. And um, I was there like, screw, screw the dad, screw the dad. And then the dad went, you know you like Snow White better. Let's go get the Snow White dress. And I knew if I just left then, because I was ready to, I was like, I'm so pissed off. I was going to leave. And I was just like, oh, people are good. You know, <laughs> people's minds have started to change. There's not that, there's not as much taboo about it. There's not so much fear around it. You know, I, I feel like when generation what I think we're generation Y like I think when this generation starts to become parents themselves so within the next 10-15 years you're going to start seeing or a now. lot more what? or now yeah <laughs> you're going to start seeing a lot more parents who are more open to kids dressing. I think if anything the split between really liberal and really conservative about those things it's just gone straight down the middle now. That's true, actually. 50, I don't know 50. many people that are just on the fence. No, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> oh, I won't let my kid do so. It's very much like, oh, they can dress up how they want, you know, or they'll be like, no, no. You... But I guess that's, you know, that's since you could. As a side note, again in Hamley, um, we thought a dad looking at plastic construction like tool equipment for their little son. He's like in their arms, and he's looking at all these like little what are they called pliers, plastic <laughs> pliers, <laughs> a massive box full of them. Yeah. Why? Why is that needed? They can't do anything. <laughs> plastic. <laughs> um, I was at Yelp recently, which is a like um, young adult literature conference conference thing, and there was a woman there, Judy Bloom. I haven't read any of her books, but apparently she's massive. And she's been writing like teen books for like four mm. years. And she had a book called Forever that was out 40 years ago. And it had a gay character mm. and it had like masturbation and all this like crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And then it just got like, cause that was out like 40 years ago and everyone was like, well, I guess that's fine. Cool, yeah. hippie craze. And then everything kind of went more regimented again, which is odd. There was this period, that of, there was this period of time in the 60s to the maybe like 75, like halfway through the 70s, maybe in the late 70s where people who were the head of publishing places and record labels, everything, right, were just really rich people who were on a lot of drugs. So they didn't know what the hell they yeah, had. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> they didn't know what the hell they had, but they were happy to take that chance. They were like, oh, we all, of course we'll publish this book about this. And um, Judy Bloom wrote stuff about anorexia and all these things that were, you know, now people won't even write about that. And these were for young kids, so um, Amanda Palmer, this person I love, she um, considers Judy Bloom as just like the person that like changed her life. And she really wrote about amazing things for her time. You, uh, you mentioned the, uh, that. There's an, someone wrote, when Doctor Who, I think it was just before it went off there in the 80s, uh, someone wrote um, one of the novels where the Doctor just takes drugs. He, he he takes L uh, L S D. He just <laughs> takes L S D. So that'd be like Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which doctor it was, but it was just literally the, do the doctor just takes L S D. So many more question marks everywhere. <laughs> I think it's like called Night I think it's like Nightshade or something. I can't remember what. We're gonna get that book. <laughs> yeah, so when when we look back, because um, now the people who are ahead of all these companies really won't take a chance on anything that sort of pushes stuff forward. So that means if you want a TV show about something that is taboo in its way. Um, or even just, you know, a woman. A lead. woman. 
Let's just slow down here. Have you thought about maybe female. using a man? <laughs> and then the female you think could be how the about, love interest. How about a white male who's about 25? <laughs> but I think that's the great thing about you, you've got with YouTube now. Yeah, where people can create their own. You can just um, put out whatever. Yeah. And um, with, because of Netflix, we've got Orange is the New Black, mm. because that's an online audience, they know the mm. demographics. So they can do what they want. They can do what they want, and they've got enough money to back it up. If it fails, it's fine. cancel the series. They've got enough money to back it up. Whereas other, other like TV corporations, mm. they do have the money to back it up mm. if a series fails. Just look at NBC. Mm. Um, but they they have to suffer with the public backlash and mm. stock prices. Yeah. Whereas with Netflix, it's just online, so yeah, it's, it's fine online. if it fails. It fails. The funny thing is that, um, but BBC. They don't. We're, you know, they're terrible at it. You may guys, Channel Four. You might as well spit on them in many in situations because they're very exploitive. They might represent in some ways, but they represent a lot of times in negative ways. Which some people just debate. It's good to have black people on TV. I debate if it's negative. You know, just what's the point? Um, no, not all good. Not all media's. <laughs> not all representation's good representation. Is. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not all bad, as long as you don't Daily Mail the television. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but a lot of it is Channel Four is at the moment. Channel Five, you get to Channel Five, and then you're I'll really you rock bottom. That's your <laughs> Then you're in a really because they they have a lot of shows about things. About Channel Five is just ITV places. though, isn't it? They bought them. Didn't they? Well, I guess, but it's still. Crappy. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really do anything. I, 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 they're changing the demographic because I like my grandparents watched Channel Five. But mm. As soon as they're in bed, everyone like everyone my age is watching Big Brother. Yeah. I'm just like it's really. Odd. I used to love Channel people, Five. Used... They do like family movies. They did your neighbours. What? They did neighbours, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, neighbours. All the BBC had neighbours mm. until they got bored. <laughs> <laughs> but they had Buffy and Charmed. Oh my. Ladies. But the, that's the thing. Um, I, that, I, going um, going over to the whole Buffy element now. Joss Whedon mm-hmm. was insulted for Avengers two, mm-hmm. uh, for Black Widow, uh, like stating that she felt like a monster because she couldn't have kids. I, I, like, and Joss was like ripped apart for mm-hmm. it. I'm just like, for for me, when I heard that part of the film, it was just like, okay, she can't have, she can't have kids. She feels like, no, more to me. What I read from the characters was that she not that she felt like a monster because she couldn't have kids. It felt like someone took an element like yeah. away from her, and it was just like she was forced down this road that she didn't consent yeah. to, in a sense. That's how and it I felt feel from like a character element. Having the baby plotline thing would have been more offensive if it was her first plotline. Mm-hmm. At least like she's done other stuff. The thing yeah. with um, Joss Whedon is he's amazing in so many ways when it comes to female characters and certain things. He's amazing, um, Buffy. Most of the things have that. The problem is that let's say the first Avengers film, he wanted, you know, Black Widow. He wanted all that. Problem is then the film company needs to do posters. So then they sexualise her to a large oh, audience. Yeah. So as much as his and then remove her from yeah. the toyland, yeah. remove her from <laughs> the so, so he's, not, he's not in control of that. So if you look at just you should be in control. There should be more toys. He's just like I I'm not in control of toys. I'm not in control of posters. I'm not in control of you know how this is advertised. I'm just in control of the movie. Be thankful. I was able to get Scarlett Johansson a job. Do you yeah. think if they had a Black Widow finger, it's have empty posters? 
Have you seen <laughs> the like, background <laughs> and the name Black Widow? <laughs> Twilight Empire. Oh, they would, wouldn't they? She's just in they, the dark. She <laughs> wouldn't be on the poster. They would literally just like take a weapon of hers and just kind of silhouette it on a black it's background really with like really cool Black Widow text. It's, that would be the poster. It's really odd it's be. proven that films and TV shows and certain things with female protagonists work. They definitively work across the board. I, I, I haven't seen one with a lead female character that I despise. Like, is there any evidence they're going on that if there's a woman lead that it's failed? It doesn't. There is. It doesn't. It doesn't. You can name quite a few successful programs. <laughs> yeah. With um, The Last of Us, which is, you know, massive well-sold game, Naughty Dog would, like was said, maybe not put her on the front cover, don't put Ellie on the front cover, because it won't sell as well, because gamers and then you then just look at the sales of the last of us it, it, it even got a remaster it's it, apparently there was a last of us 2 coming out yeah. and it's just like that game is phenomenal and uh has everyone played it or does everyone know the story yeah. it okay have you played the the um the dlc line. yeah line. there's uh lgbt representation in that it's not confirmed whether ellie or i've forgotten her name because I haven't oh, played it in so long. Um, are either um, L or B in the LGBT <laughs> or, or Pan. But they're in there. there. They're somewhere in the sexuality spectrum. Yeah. But uh, And that's good representation. Naughty Dog replied just saying, we're not going to put a label on her sexuality, mm-hmm. which is just fine. Because, because she's know, like 17 or something. She's so. not even that. She's like 15. Yeah. She's 15. No, number one, that's kind of sexualizing what mm. it was. It was just a kiss between two mm. friends, you know. At the end of the world. Hey, it's almost like they don't need any labels. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favourite thing. Like when people complain about Dumbledore not getting labelled as gay in Harry Potter. It's like, but when would that have come yeah. up? When oh, by the way, Harry, I am gay. The biggest complaint that I've seen of it is just why didn't they kind of hint at it in the book to say like a relationship yeah. between him and someone, someone else, I can't remember who, I haven't read, like, I'm not going to lie, after, after yes. I, yeah. I read the first three books, that was it, and I can't remember yes. them. <laughs> I have first editions of everything after Goblet of Fire, Same. haven't read them, I've gotten a chapter in each, and then I give up because I'm a kid. <laughs> and just with Dumbledore, it's, I feel like it would have been good to see something written, but also, would it, it have does, mattered it in the Harry really Potter relevant, universe? It and that's that's a big that's a big thing with it. Is it relevant? Does it matter? Because we were talking about this. Yeah, when like his character story, is not his sexuality. When, yeah, so when someone relevant, tells a story and they start a story with, oh yeah, um, my friend Gary, he's Asian. He went to the shop and bought some windows, right? Bought didn't some didn't realise my gran was here. Yeah. <laughs> he bought some windows, took them back to his house, and put them in. <laughs> when Toby was you... talking about the windows to our old landlord, Kate Robinson, he was talking about double glazing. And then he was like, oh, we just moved into this new house. And the two people that lived there before, gay they were, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't double glaze this one set of windows. And I was like, is that a stereotype? <laughs> they were saying those gays. I want to talk about double glaze. I don't understand. It's very odd. <laughs> It doesn't um, make sense. It doesn't make sense to reference whatever without it being important in the story. Just it. Like, why would Dumbledore have to be explicitly gay in the book when it's from 
when it's not, <laughs> when it's not <laughs> really about yeah it's not Harry's not going to be thinking about Dumbledore's sexuality and if he is then Harry's got some questions to answer for um, but then I like that in community as well like the Dean they had a whole I episode love, about the I really love that because it's just like but he didn't specify yeah. what it was, it was just one seventh that. two seventh of what he was and I was yeah. just there like I love that because if they like, called it yeah. pansexual or something yes, be. and then there's also the Dalmatian stuff yeah I feel like yeah. that's weirdly <laughs> like no 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 that's not I'll pansexual declare, I'm like, by the way guys I don't like Dalmatian and that's the problem that's just a strange fascination when you when you represent any character you have to be really careful in what you label them, if you are going to label them, firstly, if you want to do that, you know, how you present them, how the relationship's presented, if you want to make it, you know, explicit, whatever. And it's a big issue. And it's something that writers and directors have to think about. Um, can they do it right? And if they can't, sometimes they still do it. Sometimes they'll do it to get the tick from people. Oh, they've got a gay character, great. But they don't, you know, just they know there's a gay character in the show, but they haven't seen the show. They're, um... Yeah, oh, there's a graphic novel called Seconds, which I'm rereading for the fifth time. <laughs> and this fifth time, I've reread it now. And only now have I noticed that the manager within the restaurant Seconds, it's very briefly mentioned, it's in one panel, that him and his boyfriend funded the, the restaurant. That flew by me the mm. first four times I read that. I didn't notice it in the sense of like, in the sense of that it was a, it was two dudes dating. I didn't really register that it was just kind of his relationship and, mm. just, and then the first time I read it I was like oh that was very subtle mm. I like that <laughs> great if we're going to reading it if we're going to look at different forms of media um, we should look at, at comic books um, and graphic novels comic books um, superhero ones can be dismal they can be <laughs> awful they can be terrible pieces of scum where the the artist has drawn just oh we'll put a big butt there you know oh, make it really boom, yeah. bigger boom, than her face <laughs> we, need a, we need a fold people, down yeah. we need a fold down that goes on for seven miles just for a tits <laughs> and that happens a lot now graphic novels <laughs> in indie books they tend to be really good they're really good at doing it they, they just subtly do it they can add different things and represent a lot without needing to explicitly say it. Um, well, Scott Pilgrim does it um, subtly and then not so subtly when they mention um, the relationship between what's his name, Wallace. No, not Wallace. The other guy, the lead singer of um, Sex Bomb. He oh, goes out with that yeah, guy, doesn't he? Steven, so they yeah, s they yeah. slide that in. Well, that's not in the movie, is it? No, that's not no. in the movie. It's in the. I was going to say because I haven't. I haven't read. Really, oh yeah, I remember. That. Yes. So they. So in a, in a lot of different books, they can just. They're the same writer. Yeah. Um, seconds and. He's uh, really good. Scott so Pimmer. a lot. So a lot of different. Um, a lot of different <laughs> graphic novels do do that in a way that you know. It's great. I just still love the fold up. Is that combined with something that Tom told me the other day? He was watching an anime. And somebody got shot at a woman. She missed it. Like the bullet went past her, but it was like all slowed down, and it it went oh. under one boot, and then they went, oh. and they went over the other one. That's mad. <laughs> 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 Whenever I watch anime, I just have to laugh at those mm. scenes. Anime can the, be really, uh, very weird. Yeah, anime is awful in some regards. Um, well, it's funny. It's funny people's perception of it because 
you can see a lot of it is creepy, but you're not contextualize it to their culture and society. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what's it? I think the um, age of consent in Japan is... 13, but 15. you have to be... Um, fifth, like, that's within the age range of 13 to 15. Mm-hmm. I think the minimum is actually 15 for what it's like with us, yeah. with 16 here. Which means a lot of things that are imported to Britain, all around the world, um, is really is actually really creepy, and people don't really register what they're seeing, but they are seeing um, underage girls being sexualized. They just they just don't know that. Yeah. Which is a it's a really odd it's, middle area. My friend Benny studied well was studying up in um, Southampton, mm. and someone came in to do a talk on anime, and uh, they were told to guess the rating, uh, like what would it be here, and it was just like everyone was like, oh that would be fifteen eighteen. And I was just like, that's a you in Japan. <laughs> just like, mm. well. <laughs> There's so many like casual, just like up mm. panty shots. Oh, yeah, and then you can be in a perfectly I... normal anime and you watch like 20 minutes and then that happens. I, I, I was playing King Wow. Hearts. <laughs> I was playing King of Hearts the other day and I like, I was just moving the camera uh, camera about just weirdly and stupidly. Uh, and then I was just like, my phone rang. So I just checked, checked that away and then I looked up and then I've accidentally put the camera on Kairu's like underwear because you can clip through things with like cameras and I'm just there like Kairu's got like a little flower like mm. on her knickers and I'm just there like <laughs> why is that that's a, that's that? a de- why, why did like you nine. detail like that <laughs> well in that she's 15 in King of Two. either way that's still bad <laughs> Game, games can be horrible for it yeah uh, uh, before we move on again I want to go back to the whole comic book thing okay, go. Uh, Deadpool's coming out now <laughs> Deadpool's coming out now mm-hmm. and in the comics Deadpool is represented as pansexual mm-hmm. um, but I believe they're taking that out from the movie because he's got a girlfriend and all that and it's to make it for a wider audience I kind of understand that but I'm also just like with that representation yo uh, yeah. <laughs> is that the name of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> It's like you've got. I think full though. It's it's one it's one of those things though. Um, with with things like that, I never understood why they do that. Why they need to make it a wider audience? If you've got the chance, you've got the budget, you've got the the actors, you've got the I, cast. I think I, it's. I get it with Deadpool because Deadpool at the minute is a, is a risk and they're only doing it because Guardians did so well and yeah. people are a big fan of Deadpool but they couldn't bring it down in age otherwise that would have upset a lot of people so they're trying to make it as wise as an audience because they're at an 18 rating mm-hmm. so they need to make it a wide audience otherwise it's not going to do as well I just say go go it's alright in 18 go for it <laughs> go for it if it was like a different superhero Probably, they'd probably be more willing because Deadpool, it I feel have like. Because it's Marvel. It just has to be one line. If I you feel can like still have a they've made enough money on everything else yeah, they could have one bust. It's Fox, though, and Fantastic Four just went. Fantastic Four just Wait, Deadpool or Marvel? Deadpool's yeah. a Marvel character, yeah. Oh. One of the best as well. He is one of the best because a lot of people are seeing this film as kind of like the best blend of DC and Marvel. Like, like. Marvel's happy, DC are quite broody. Uh, Daredevil uh, on Netflix is kind of like yeah, very in the middle mm-hmm. for it as well. But Deadpool is more on the funny side of things. Um, we have been talking about sexuality and <laughs> uh, and women a lot in this podcast. So let's move on what a surprise. to people of ca- colour. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say people of character. Though. <laughs> people of character. Okay. Right, number one. Where are they on YouTube? 
Where, where are they all? I'm sure they're there. They're, they're, Don't Ben cook yourself. <laughs> <laughs> where are all the women? I can't no, see they're, them. They're, they're, <laughs> where are they all in the higher YouTube well, ranks? Well, this, oh, yeah. this is what here's what I see about. Um, well, it's true of of pretty much every single type of thing um, a black creator can create, and it's the fact that it has to be ten times amazing than what a white person creates, mm. and it has to be that so people will think it's all right. Mm. A white person can get away with the worst thing ever if it looks pretty. You wouldn't. You're just like, oh, it's great, and you've probably seen it. It makes money. It takes a lot more risk and a lot more time. One thing I completely dislike about Vine is that, and I've seen blog posts by mm-hmm. people of color stating this as well, is that Vine in itself is causing, in a sense, a bit of self-racism. It's putting mm-hmm. yourself into a stereotypical box. Because typically, if you see a person of color on Vine, they're going to be doing, you know, something, talking about their yes. own their own race and making not not just light of it, but just putting themselves in a stereotypical box because mm-hmm. that very much sells on Vine, but it's kind of, it is problematic mm. in itself then. Yes, you're getting a lot more people represented on, mm. uh, on Vine as some of the top Viners are people of colour, but you've got a problem then of they're all stereo, they're playing the stereotypes, mm. which isn't a good representation. It's having this people, mm. people's image of just like, this is what they are like. See, this is, this is the thing. Um, when that happens, as much as I'm sure um, black people making it, they can, they, they can laugh at it, of course, and who am I to say they can't? The point is that it makes racist people think it's then okay. That's where the issue lies. The issue is they see a joke like that and then they think it's fine to say those words or do that thing and they think there's no repercussion for it. When, of course, there should be. They should completely be. Um, that's a big issue and that's a big issue with tons of things that are very serious that are turned into jokes. Um, it can really make a huge community more racist or more whatever or this. It just happens and it's screwed up, but it does. You know. Have you seen the hashtag Black Lives Matter? Yes. Right. Um, I think it was a week ago. A white seventeen-year-old boy got shot by a policeman. Like same same situation, mm-hmm. but. Uh, there weren't any tweets from the all lives matter people mm-hmm. who were stating that oh it's not just black lives matter it's all lives matter but yeah basically <laughs> like that but there was no all lives matter tweeters about this so everyone who was on the black lives matter tweeting was started to tweet it's like yeah. where are you now where are you now you started having to go at us because we're trying to represent black people but you're, where's the this 17 year old boy was shot by the police why aren't you giving a damn now we give a damn why aren't you who clearly thinks white people are underappreciated. I saw, I saw on, um, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the last slide, um, um, there was one of my favourite lines about this of all time. It was this. Um, he says, Cecil the lion was killed and tons of people sobbed and cried and were so sad about it. But a black person gets shot to death, no one cares. So really, all black people should start dressing up as lions. Because if they get shot, people will care. And, you know, and they, there's, what is it? They're, if they're less likely to get shot, and if they get shot, people will give a shit. You know? And that's where we're at with this. And it's not, it's not every month. It's not every two months. It's not every six months. 
It's every week. It's every week. It's multiple times a week. Black people are just being shot down dead. And the and the thing that kills me is that I don't see it on the news. <laughs> I still don't. As much as uh, I'm surprised as to see Thunderland um, being reported on like CNN. Like, know, wow. Mm-hmm. As much as, as, on much, news as much uproar there is on the internet, doesn't news networks TV. don't even want to touch it. No. They really don't. No. And it, it the the I would hate to be an American at this point mm. in the sense of living there and not have seeing that because I mean, Britain, we're not great with the whole, we have a lot of racists here, just look at you, Kip. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I'd say with our police, we're, we're not great, but we're exceptionally better yeah. than the US, especially, especially because they don't have guns, which is great. It's it's horrible to see on social, social media, because it's really weird like I remember when it started pouring in like basically uh, every week with the, these different names and I was just like I thought their name was this I thought they were, they were still talking about the thing that happened last week it's just like again this is happening again this is it's, it's, it's what brings people down in the sense of are humans just scum is that just is that just it it's, it's uh, it, it just came in um, you know it was, was it, a boy was holding a sandwich Shot dead because they thought it was a gun. A, you know, a little girl was holding a toy gun, walking down the street, shot dead because they thought it was a gun. The there kids was a were kid just was... having a pool party. Mm. They were just tackled, being too loud. It's like they're just in a pool. And and if you can't at least put the death of someone on TV to make it a warning to people, I don't know where you go from there. If a death isn't reported and there's hundreds that have happened. Where'd you go from there? I don't... But I think we're the generation that clearly... Because we're on the internet and we're creating content and we're Mm. intaking content which is showing these messages. Mm. I know it sucks that it's not happening now and it really sucks that we can't... Like, at the minute, we we clearly can't make a change. Mm. But we're the generation that's going to have to pick this up and clean it up. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just how it's going to be. And it absolutely fucking sucks. But... I don't, like unless there's something else we can do, and I don't, I don't know that. I'm not, I'm not the mm. genius around the world. No, um, I just think it's gonna be a while before people can start listening, taking us seriously, well, and the internet is gonna be how how we voice our opinions. I saw, right I saw um, this documentary. It was about the KKK. It was like inside, you know, whatever. It was on Channel Four. <laughs> just inside KKK. <laughs> it was on Channel Four, right? And they made it. And they made light of it. It was, it was, there was jokes in it. It was sort of funny. They made light of the whole thing. And while that documentary was being filmed, they mentioned Ferguson was going on at the same time. And it was like, you had a chance, Channel 4. You had a chance to really show people how fucked up it really is. And you screwed it up. Because I saw people tweeting about it, like, well, that was a bit light for something about the KKK. Um, they really didn't bring it home to people. TV stations are just too scared because of when it comes to TV, young people aren't that vocal unless it's online. Mm -hmm. So that's where, that's clearly where we already are. But the problem is you've got companies like Ofcom uh, who, you know, who get called up and get complaints about different TV shows and they get it on the regular. Mm -hmm. Typically it's the demographic of 40 plus. Uh, end up calling up about stuff like this. Typically, my nan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So you've got stuff like that going on, and they're going to listen to the older demographic because they're the ones who are being vocal to the companies that actually, you know, are dangerous to them. So I'd say we can't exactly call Ofcom. They're not showing these kinds of TV shows. <laughs> yeah. That's not how the complaints with Ofcom work. It's usually about the shows that are currently on it. So unless you know our generation starts making strides at attacking these companies that are helping these organ uh, these TV organizations, we're not going to see. That kind of representation Just on TV. Just imagine someone called the Ofcom. Like, Hello, I complain that these characters are white. <laughs> they could have easily been any other race. Yeah, you've got plenty of white characters. What Going are you doing with that? <laughs> um, Spider-Man has just been cast for the MCU. I would have loved it if, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they used a Miles Morales kind mm -hmm. of thing. I just wouldn't want it to be Donald Glover because everyone was saying that like no he's please not Donald. Donald I actually really wanted him to because I know that he could play it well but exactly. I, I feel yeah. like he could play a Peter Parker well but I don't think they would go for that yeah he's very nice oh he's not nice yeah. oh no he's super um, like objectifying yeah. of girls <laughs> um, women in general mm -hmm. um, he's weirdly racist he's generalised racism Thankfully, I somehow managed to disconnect Troy from Donald Glover. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they're not, they're it's, not easy enough to do now. it's easy enough to do now because of when he was on Community, his hair was a bit different and he, he was also completely shaved, so he looked a lot younger. If you look at Donald Glover now, with the way that he dresses and his facial hair, you, just, you can easily separate the two. <laughs> but this is the thing, I am. Um, when, when I'm writing. Um, you know, a script or whatever. I tend to work in blobs less than I work in, you know, more than I work in actual character names. I don't really write names, I just write like one, two, three, four. Because I know, if I think of that character being a man, doing this thing, blah, blah, it, it'll, it just will be, it won't be as interesting, you know? So I just do like five, just numbers, and then I know, and I'm just writing like people are humans. I just write like, Everyone's a human. And then, you know, if a girl wants to play that, great. I'm, you know, it's the problem with casting. They'll just go, can all men come to this? Now, if only men showed up to only male casting calls, we wouldn't have gotten hundreds of characters who were played by females. Bart Simpson, that's a woman. She, she wasn't supposed to be there. She showed up to play Lisa. They said, can you do like a ten-year-old voice voice? And she just did it, and they went, "Oh, that's great." You're in. That's the thing with voice actors. Um, with that, it's a bit different with representation yeah. because of she is still playing a male character, yeah. so you're still seeing a male uh, on TV. Um, with when it comes to me writing, typically there's always like I imagine characters straight away. I always right. like imagine talking to them, I imagine talking to them, I imagine just sitting down with them, having a chat, seeing what they'd be like, and that's, I don't, I I write their names down typically, and then I kind of, I go with a character bio first, mm -hmm. and then when it comes to casting, I'll cast anyone yeah, who, who does fit that kind of description, uh, and, but I never think this person needs to be yeah. white or black, that kind of thing, or Asian, or it's yeah, really any kind of descent, but um, I'm going to go back to the whole sexism thing now because it just reminded me with casting. Uh, when Peter Capaldi was going to take the role 
of um, the Doctor, everyone was typically like, I think I think we should have a female Doctor. And I was actually against that at the time because <laughs> I, I thought one, it was too much under of a... What? I want one, but not under Moffat. Not under, <laughs> not under Moffat, like now looking at it, yeah. But uh, I would... Um, I did say I would want one, but I don't think now is the right time because of... Technically, we were on the 12th incarnation of the Doctor, but it turns out it was like... Fucking 14th or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the numbers don't matter. Oh, Moffat, you can't just say that. <laughs> and then I was just like, it's too much of a, I would say it's too much of a risk because if it's a bad backlash, especially with Moffat. Um, oh, God. When not, like, it's, you're going to expect this new Doctor to regenerate within, like, a series. And then you're on your 13th Doctor. That is too much of a risk. Now that we've got Another bloody 13 regenerations. <laughs> we can go for it. I would say the next Doctor I would want to be a female Doctor, like, but not under Moffat. The female Doctor has to be... Is this mine? Perfect. I don't know. I have half of it. You, I don't know how many were left. Do you want a bit of... Do you want a bit of... A female Doctor would have to be perfect. Sort of prove people like, wrong. Outrageously perfect. That's the Ticking no, every box. Yeah. Right, you need to cast someone who is be like, oh, you see, woman can't do it. Like, no, it was just wrong I mean, in one yeah. way. That's going to happen regardless. You no, can't, yeah. The thing is, you can't just cast a woman. You have to cast someone who at least has certain characteristics of the Doctor. You can't just be like, oh, we'll get whoever to play it because it's a woman. It has to, have, it has to be good. It has to be really good because it's not they have really to. Good. They should You're open the auditions again, like what they did before, to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like obviously secretly, <laughs> but they should allow anyone to, yeah. uh, anyone of any gender, race, yada yada yada, to apply for it. Because I think you're gonna end up. If if we do end up getting a female doctor, they're gonna be in that. Um, they're gonna be in that. Um, casting, they're going to be in that audition, and they're going to blow these people away. Because mm-hmm. you hear the story said when David Tennant went in, you, when Matt Smith went in, which is like that is the Doctor. Problem is now that Moffat has uh, control of a regeneration with Peter Capaldi. He just went. He was in season four. He was good. Yeah, I always wanted him to be the Doctor. That's just like, it's not how you do it. <laughs> it's not how you get a like. Peter Capaldi is amazing. Yeah, not gonna lie, he's got that really like bad attitude that. I think really works for this kind of incarnation of the Doctor, but we do need. Just, just look at the lineup. It's just also very white. Yeah, and also very penisy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's so white and penisy. I mean, it's a problem when you start looking at the lineup of the Doctors and start look, looking like the presidents. You know, <laughs> when Especially Doctor Obama going to show like, up? Doctors currently, and like the Doctor Who Twitter does like little like photo sets and like oh which Doctor's your favourite? And when you see them all in a line, it's like oh <laughs> stop. This is whiter than stop. a blank <laughs> piece of paper. <laughs> this is snow, you know. It's, it's Remember Martha? I always like seeing those comments. Just like, look at all the snow. <laughs> look at all the. Hey, we we got Danny Pink for, for a little bit. We did. And then, yeah. Of course, you oh, know, he's he died. No, he's, he's com- not. Yeah, he is. It's so obvious he's coming back because I'd like to point out. No, because Clara's already had that storyline. She has a new storyline for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to come back though because he will. She, 
She had grandkids with him. She had grandkids with him, unless she's pregnant right now. Oh yeah, which is what me and yeah, (laughs) it was the same as him. Yeah, Yeah, name is something stupid. Orson. So unless we're just going to wreck on that, Mm. and we've ignored the small boy (laughs) that he sent back from the afterlife from Afghanistan or something. I'll take yeah. That he sent back to Clara, like look after this child. We haven't seen him since. (laughs) What's she doing him? The yeah. theory of Clara just took him back to Afghanistan, <laughs> flew over there, to find flew all his, back. Found his parents. Like he just arrives and is instantly killed. No! I, I, what I find funny, and it tends to be um, in America a lot, the, um, the television board is also connected to any politics. Like mm. it's in the thing. So for a long time, if you look at Rocky and tons of films, every single Russian was just awful. And very, very Russian. And they do that all the time. So, you know, when Afghanistan was happening or when Iraq was happening, any of those, America just started to have anyone that was a certain thing be really, really awful. Because that's that's part of the clause. If they're in a war with someone, they've got to make any interpretation of that person be really bad. Um, I I like Iron Man 3, because it looks like it's going to be an evil... Like, oh no, it's the evil Taliban terrorist guy. And psych, it was the white man all along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good Political commentary. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, the white man, the white man. <laughs> the rich is, white guy. Iron Man 3, I, like, I, I love that bit. A lot of comic book nerds don't. Um, but I like that bit. Um, Iron Man 3 isn't good as a film. No. Because where the fuck was S.H.I.E.L.D.? Where the fuck was the government when a helicopter with a missile on it was clearly about to shoot Tony Stark's house? Surely the government would just be like, Tony, we've got to keep an eye on you now because you're a terrorist threat. Like, what the fuck? I, want- I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like in the Avengers when all the women mysteriously disappeared. I'm like, oh, where's uh, Natalie Portman and um, Pepper Potts? Where, where um, are you guys? Oh, there. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I believe she doesn't. Him. No, she doesn't want to do oh. it anymore. Yeah, I've I think also heard that about Natalie Portman. But uh, just replace. I thought Natalie Portman was just busy, too busy to be in Avengers again. It's just such a stupid line. Like, oh, yeah. she's off on holiday. <laughs> They're very busy doing something. What do you think it's going to be for Avengers three? <laughs> do you think they finally broken up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk about it. <laughs> Thought I was just weeping for the entire film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's your girlfriend. Really? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, is there anything else representation wise we should discuss? Because I believe I am drained right now. Um, I think we've got quite a lot to edit. It kind of sucks that this panel is as white as a piece of paper. I know, I feel really bad about like talking about anything, but I'm not. It's not my thing. No. But as, crea- as cr- content creators, it's something we have to keep in mind and care about, mm, though, and it's something we have to read up on. And we're seeing it in social media, so having a discussion about it, I don't think we should, you know, feel bad about without. <laughs> we do need to hear a lot more from them, yeah. but we're just sharing thoughts. So, we should, as creators, we should strive um, for variety, <laughs> um, skin colours, preferably, or anything. Just people. Penises, vaginas, <laughs> men, women, gender fluid, you know. Anything. And you know whether someone's in the toilet or not. It shouldn't matter just because they have 
inside genitalia. Like, how does that change anything? I don't understand, and I never will. If you've got, if you've got the easiest life in every way from birth. You shouldn't be every character in the show. <laughs> Objectively, you are the most boring you character. Are the, you are actually vanilla. You are vanilla. I feel bad now because vanilla is like my favourite flavour. I say you want them. This has been episode one of the Cup RJ podcast. How long is this? That Gills. is the question. Good luck. Uh, you can take a look at RJ makes vids for the Cup RJ where we talk about Doctor Who more. If you if you so wish. My name's RJ. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I was after your name. Oh, Alice again. How <laughs> can people find you? Oh. <laughs> Pimp yourself. Go. No, you did. No, you first. <laughs> you can find Adam on Adam again for almost thing. I don't want to say my YouTube channel. Uh, Silence has fallen. Silence There you go. That's it. Um, I'm Jake. You can go on my bank account, I guess. But I'm on music. I thought you said bank account. Go on my bank account. Thank you. I'm a genius. This has been a lovely episode and had lovely conversations. Uh, it's um, just for shiggles. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.